What's this podcast called? Sepsis from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh, luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No! <laughs> I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for winner for more. Goddamn! Hello, everybody. It is the first episode of 2024. That was like my like heroic trumpet sound. Mm-hmm. Instead of just the regular air horn. Mm-hmm. That was the medieval air horn. Yeah, that I think we need it. did back then. We need it. I think now more than ever, we need it. Yes. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, <laughs> welcome to episode 308 of Podcast Planet Week. And we 308 this this movie up, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, we sure did. And more importantly, yeah, welcome to Japanuary. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. As a um, very Japanese person once said, Domo saiko arigato kakaka kawaii. And we know that person to be Avril Lavigne, yes. a very Japanese person. Yes. As, um... I thought you were doing the Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto, for a second. That's tired. We're done with her. Mr. Roboto's about to kill us, okay? Did you see that Tesla drone that almost killed that guy or whatever? That Tesla robot? No, but I believe it. Um, you see a robot, you punch that bitch. Sorry for those robots. Have you listening. seen... <laughs> There's, like, those robots in L.A. that, like... Are they they're on like coke? Little, they're like little. Do they have an eating disorder? They're like little carts. They take you, like they take stuff, like they take your food to you or whatever. Yeah, yeah and they have names. Like this one's like Eric, and like, Ew. like they have names like that. There's this guy on TikTok, which I'm not on TikTok, but I saw him through the H3 podcast. He, I think, he also harasses. And harass, you know, sometimes things need to be harassed. Sometimes and this is a good example need to get of harassment. Doxed. Yeah. Because he harasses like Scientologists. Hell yeah. Or go like to like their one of their places um in in Hollywood and like and and bother them. Um but he also <laughs> messes with the fucking robots. Hell yeah. He'll, like go and like push them over or like like be like, You fucking ran over my foot. Arnold and what do they do? Like, do they apologize? They they're just these little like we like they're supposed to be like cute little robots, but he's work. like, he's like fuck you. Okay, work. Um, anyways, um, I don't know if this is, is up. I don't know if this is our influence or if they did this before and like maybe subconsciously I knew this and that's why we called this Japanuary. But apparently, like, Letterbox is doing a whole Japanuary thing. <laughs> I mean, our impact. Are you sure you didn't just, like, steal that shit? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but I, I know... I could be a thief. Well, they're just doing, like, a Japanuary thing. I think to promote, like, watching, yeah, like, Japanese films. Um, the films from Over the Seas? Yeah. It says the. They tweeted, with Japanuary upon us, um, they, like, added someone, catches up with 
in this corner of the world filmmaker, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then they later said, the Japanuary 2024 challenge to watch 10 Japanese films from 10 different categories is underway on Letterboxd now. So, like, a, a romance? Okay, so, Sarah, here are your 10. Okay, so anyone doing this challenge, I got your 10 movies for you. Ready? Here you go. Indie horror. You gotta watch Haosu. Or, as our friend called it once. But truly, it's pronounced House. House. Okay. I still got... never. I was gonna watch it uh, in October for spooky times, but I watched Suspiria instead. I was like, I can only watch one old ass spooky movie. I watched the old ass Suspiria, and let me tell you, I like the and, new one. And honey, the colors were coloring. I mean, the colors. She was all the all of the ones. Every single color that the wind carries, you know, all of them. Yes. It had it, right? It had she, it. She was an ally, that film. She said, I can paint with them. All the colors, baby, of the wind. She had the rainbow connection, I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. Someday you'll find it. Yeah, they did not have a scene where a girl pees herself. Well, <laughs> from getting fucking being, being controlled. Being into someone. a pretzel. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, but yes, okay, so you gotta watch House, okay, House, okay, here's your second one, I, I, just regular horror, mainstream horror, ready, super iconic, Rangu, not the lizard movie, not Rango, Rangu, okay, with that little bitch that comes out the TV and snatches your soul up, okay, that's the one, that's two, okay, third movie, this Those is are a both horror, indie horror, different genres, I don't know about that, Shh. Okay, here's your third movie. We gotta watch. This is your romance. Ready? This is your indie romance. This is your indie drama. The Handmaiden. Mm-hmm. Put those bells up your coochie, babe. Put those bells up your coochie. Okay? Handmaiden. Okay? What's another genre, Sarah? You want like a western? Comedy. Western Seven Samurai. I w well, no, I was... Is that... <laughs> what? I don't know. I was gonna say the one right that's that. like like hawk. It's like it's like hawking hawking something. Hack and sack. It's on. It's on who? It's on HBO. It's like those really old ones with like the father and like the daughter. They may, they like spoof it on Bob's Burgers, but it's actually like a real thing, right? So watch that. Figure out what that is. Watch that. Okay, that's your old like Western samurai martial arts. Okay. Um, how many genres is that? Four. Maybe three, because cause indie horror isn't a separate genre, I guess. Okay. Um, what's another genre, Sarah? Um, did you do drama? What? Yes, The Handmaiden. That was romance, I thought. Isn't romance and drama different? Yeah, so you have to choose which ones these would oh, be going Oh, Lord. Into. Oh, I can't do this anymore. I only know, like, three Japanese movies. You could watch the Digimon movie, which is just three different little movies put together. That's at least, like, two genres in there, I think. Mm-hmm. And all the Miyazakis. I think each of one Ska. is a different genre. Ska. Ska is a genre. I don't know. They have, like, a list of, like, a bunch of movies, but, like, it's not, like, broken down into... Categories. It just says, watch 10 Japanese films from 10 different categories on this list. 
And I did look, I searched on their Twitter, I just searched Japanuary, and it looks like they have tweeted Japanuary in the past, but it's just been like, name your four favorite Japanese films. I guess this, I think this is, oh no, they did the challenge last year. Okay, so maybe I subconsciously um, was like, that's such a good name, and then I later chose it for the, so. Because the All only right, other, other pun I've ever thought of for this, we have annuary, we have Japanuary. Originally, before annuary, I thought of doing Jackie Chanuary. A little racist, but okay. Yeah, but he's <laughs> like, you know, he's like got some problematic elements, so. That's why I steered away from him. Well, I'll choose not to acknowledge those because I do love Jackie Chan, so. We would have only watched the Jackie Chan Adventures series. And Kung Fu Panda. And Kung Fu Panda, which what has a new one? show or something else. It's a movie. Oh. They have a new movie. And Jackie Chan, I think, is literally only in the first one. Because the other, the other Furious, whatever, whatever, is do not even speak in the next one. Lucy Liu, bitch. Lucy who? Literally. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so... We're finally talking about some Studio Ghibli films. Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? We and I was just fuck. looking that up. I because was even that he, up. it doesn't even he like pronounce it differently. Miyazaki. Yeah. According to what I, thought I read he said online, Ghibli. according to what I read online, like I think it's, I think they don't have like the sound. For I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, like I think in in Japanese, like, like I, they either don't have a hard G or a soft G sound. So it's Ghibli. I don't know. Can a I'm Japanese like, person just please send us a voice recording of you saying this? Well, if you just Google it. No. If you Google it and like you click on the little play button of like pronouncing, it says Ghibli. So I'm gonna have to. Okay, this is what needs to happen. I'm gonna Hello, just have Miyazaki. to take. I'm gonna have to take one for the team, or that. I'm gonna have to take one for the team. Just go to Japan, find a Japanese person, and tell them how do you say this word? How do you say this word? They would hate you. And then I go and I say, Americans, this is it. Shut the fuck up. I hope um, it's Ghibli. <laughs> But yeah, I I personally have never seen Princess Mononoke until just today when I watched this film, um, and I was excited to see it because I've always wanted to watch you know so many of these Studio Ghibli movies. I've only seen a couple, mm -hmm. and um, you said this was your fave, so that's why we're kicking the month off with this one. It literally goes back and forth. It's so typical, right? Like. Oh my god, you like those new movies? Blah. But like truly, like Spirited Away and this one are probably my favorites. Yeah, I mean, um, the only ones I've seen are Spirited Away and uh, Howl's Moving Castle, which I, which I watched with you and Frankie mm -hmm. over Zoom like a couple years ago for the first time. I think uh, the only ones that I haven't seen are Tontoro. Oh no, there's also like the like the Return of the Cat. Uh, there's that one. Well, so there's like studio... there's also like Porco Porco Rosso. I haven't seen Porco, Porco Rosso. I haven't seen a good yeah. amount of them actually. Now that I'm thinking about, it. she pork on my Ross till I owe. Yeah. Um... Oh. 
Okay. You know those jokes? She yeah, blanked on my blank to my blank. That's just one I heard once. Um, and that was how I learned that Porco Rosso was a movie. So thank you to the person that made that joke. Wow. Well, damn. They were enlightening me. Because um, there's Studio Ghibli movies, but then Miyazaki only directed some of them. So there's like... It's like a studio, but only he had like creative control over a couple. Yeah. Um, like his son has directed some. Which okay, are... Little Nepotiz. Do you have a list? Um, yes, I do. I was just working because I was like, the last name is Miyazaki, but that's a different first name. And I said, oh, little nepotiz, Goro Miyazaki. Ooh, um, Goro. He made, Hot. he made, ta- he made tales, um, of the fourth grade, the earth, thing. Tales from the Earth Sea. Also made from up on Poppy Hill. So there's that. Um, and then Takahata is another director who did um, My Neighbor, the y- My Neighbors, the Yamadas, Palm Poco, Only Yesterday, Grave of the Fireflies. <gasps> oh my God. Wait, Ghibli made Grave of the Fireflies? Yeah, I guess so. You ever watched that movie? No. It's fucked up. I bet. It's it sounds about, like it. It's about, um, I think it's two brothers, like, uh, like right after the impact of like I think either the first or the second atomic bomb, and then they're just walking through this fucked up, this desolated, like fire written, like wasteland. Basically, it's a great time. I love America's war crimes. That's how it feels watching any like Studio Ghibli film. I feel like. Oh, no, like, that's a whole thing. Like, for real, for real, I watched, like, this little thing about it one time. His, like, the Studio Ghibli movies, I guess we're going to call it that. For continuity's sake, um, the Ghibli movies are very much, like, inspired by, like, his, like... His beliefs. Uh, well, like, his, like, viewpoints on, like, Western, like, um, war, basically. Like, Western, yeah. war, like, war machines. So, like, basically the atomic weapon. The same way that, like, I mean... Japan in general has full rights to be like, yo, the the fucking atomic bomb fucked us up. Because mm. we're the only place besides Chernobyl and, like, New Mexico that have been, like, fucked up because of an atomic bomb, right? Or, like, atomic radiation. So, like, they have full rights to be like, yo, 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 this is fucked. So, like, yeah, Ghibli focuses a lot on, like, environmentalism, like, the destruction of, like, the, the impact that humanity has on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. But then also, like, the Western world, specifically America, is, like, creation of, like, really, really catastrophic, like, war weapons and just war in general. So, sad times on Miyazaki's front. Yeah, it's like, they're always such beautiful films, and then, yeah, when you think about, like... It's like, you know, oh, when you're cool. sitting through it, you're like, oh, this is fucking me up. Like, I mean, even, like, you've seen it, uh, uh, what the... F- Howl's Moving Castle? Mm-hmm. That's straight up just, like, Who's going to kill each other first? What war machine is going to do it? Have you seen Castle in the Sky? No. That one's fucked too. Have you seen... Uh, you should I, watch... I just said I've only seen House Moving Castle and... Have you seen this? You should also watch um, uh, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. Also very fucked up. I it's like... it's up. You're not wrong when you're like, oh yeah, these movies are beautiful. They're gorgeous. And then it's like... 
this is fucked. This is real fucked. This is some mm-hmm. fucked shit. Um, and Miyazaki is currently 83 years old, and he had been retired after making his final quote unquote movie in 2013. And then, of course, he just came back with The Boy and the Heron 10 years later, uh, just in 2023 last year. And it's like out right now. And it's getting crazy reviews. People love her. I'm I gonna I'm it. gonna bet that it's gonna win like best animated movie of twenty twenty three. And it probably should. Like truthful like well, I can't even think of another movie. I mean there were some good animated movies like Spider Verse and Mutant Mayhem, Nimona. Yeah. Um, but, but usually like, Miyazaki, they're like on another level. Like those movies are cute, right? Like they're like, oh wow, like they're beautiful, they have a good story, but it's like like what's the, the boy and the heron about? I don't know. I haven't seen it. But like you know, it's gonna be something like catastrophic. It's gonna, it's gonna be like, oh my god, this is gorgeous! Holy fuck! Why is it talking about this? Yeah, it says it follows a boy named Mahito Maki during the Pacific War. Go, not the Pacific War. Um, yeah. the Pacific War. But anyways, um, so Miyazaki, all of his films here. First, he did the Castle of Cagliostro. Hmm heard of it never heard of it actually looking uh, it up now well it was it this was pre ghibli i believe this is just like a an, an its own anime oh yes 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 i know her it's then, a it's a lupin movie and then you said nasika is that how you say it nasika of the valley of the wind mm-hmm. and then after that was castle in the sky there's a castle in the sky which i believe was the first one under the ghibli name um and then there was my neighbor totoro everyone knows him and loves him oh we all know him he looks so cute but i know once i watch that movie it's gonna destroy me for some reason there's gonna be some bullshit to it yeah yes kiki's delivery service let's see she just was she just wanted to be kiki I've always wanted to see that one because I know Kirsten Dunst plays Kiki. Kiki plays Kiki. I think in the I think Kiki's delivery service is like one of the few ones that's like it's just cute. Okay. Like I don't think Kiki is like going through some war crime. Yeah. I think it's really just like, hey <laughs> it's Kiki. Just, it's the young witch who moves to the port city, blah blah blah, with her cat and starts a flying courier service. Okay. It's I think it's literally Girl just boxing. cute. Yeah, literally. <laughs> He said, "We need to we need to chill a little bit, R- relax." Then there was Porco Rosso or Rosso. Porco Rosso, yes. Then this movie, Princess Mononoke. Then Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo, The Wind Rises, and The Boy and the Heron. The Wind Rises. What the fuck is that one? Oh, I haven't seen this one either. Historical drama film. Is it about Oppenheimer? I swear to Christ. Biogra- it's about it's a biographical film of the designer of it, a fighter aircraft. All right, used okay. during World War Two. Oh God! Oh my God! Oh, here comes the fucking war crimes. All right. Well, I guess we've been talking about them, so let's just go ahead and get into Princess Mononoke. Hmm.
Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. That is what I sound like. Make a lozenge. I have been taking them. Believe me. Believe this. I'm actually doing better. Believe. Believe Now hear this. And you can take that to the bank. Uh, Princess Mononoke is a 1997 Japanese animated epic historical fantasy film written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki and animated by Studio Ghibli for Tokuma Shoten, Nippon Television Network, and Dentsu. Good job. The film stars the voices of Yoji Matsuda, Yuriko Ishida, Yuko Tanaka, Kaoru Kobayashi, Masahiro, Masahito. Well, no, they don't because we're watching the English version. Sure. This does not have those actors. But I wanted to shout them out. Okay, okay. Sunihiko, Kamijo, Akiro, Mi- Miwa, Mitsuko Mori, and Hisaya Morishige. But Everybody, yeah. hold up. Everybody stop. Let's applaud Sarah for trying. Good job, Sarah. You really I think tried I did it. really good on those. You did. Yeah, I think you did a pretty good job. So, good job. Yes, but for the English dub that we watched, and we will be talking about um the voice cast is billy crudup you might know from almost famous uh or big fish he played the fish he played fish he played played big big. no he played big fish's son because the dad was the big fish right i thought the son of the big fish was uh 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 uh, star wars because he has a son too. There's like oh, a grandson. There's but another. The, I've never seen Big Fish. I started that movie, got maybe five minutes in, and was like, I'm sleepy as fuck. Well, isn't the whole thing spoilers that at the end, the, the his dad, who's like dying or whatever, goes Made into the, the fish sea up. and becomes a big fish? What the hell? Anyways, um, Claire Danes, my queen, plays Son. Um, we love that. I love Claire Danes from My So-Called Life. We saw her in Stardust. We talked about her in that movie episode. Yeah, Stardust. Um, Mini Driver. Hello, our Tarzan queen. Jane. It's my daughter. Different Jane. Oh. This one was the one that was horny for ape men. Oh. Billy Bob Thornton is in this movie for some reason. Okay. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith plays Toki. Yes. I'm trying to remember who Toki is. I think she's supposed to sound like a villager lady. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, John Demita plays Koroku. Yeah. Um, he's in Naruto. Okay, Slay. And has done a bunch of dubbing. Um, but John DiMaggio plays Gon- Gonza. I don't remember any of these movies from this. And any of these names from the movie. Gonza? 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 Who the hell is that? Played by John DiMaggio, who is Dr. Draken. Hello. I don't know these people. Moro is played by Gillian Anderson, our X-Files and sex education queen. Okay. Uh, Hisama... Played by Debbie Derryberry. What a fun name. Derryberry. Oh, she's Jimmy Neutron. Slay. Okoto, played by Keith David. Um, he was in Coraline, right? I truly don't know actors. You have to remember that. I have no idea who an actor could. You could, a famous person who isn't like 
full like a list could walk up to me probably even an a-lister could walk up to me and i'd be like who the fuck are you he's the cat in Coraline. he's uh, got the deep voice oh i'm the cat from Coraline. Okay. yes that's what he says and then it's unknown who plays nago wolf and ushikai the wolves it's unknown we don't know who they are we don't know who the wolves it was probably just like a studio person Anyways, so like we said, written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Um, and then actually the the dub, the English version. What's this dub everyone's talking about? It's not like promoted, but it was written by Neil Gaiman. The Gay fucking man. The guy with the books? Yes, who wrote like the book of Coraline and all okay. those other ones. Okay, and you do like Sandman. Dark Tower type Sure. Thing. No, the Dark Tower was Stephen King, no? Look, I don't know books. He did Stardust. Hello? Yeah, you only read like two of them, right? I think, right? I read five last year, okay? <laughs> and I asked my Twitter people, I said, should I make my goal ten this year or five? And everyone said ten, so fuck you bitches. <laughs> I told you to do, I said, I told you to set the bar low so you can go above it and feel better. Yes, but I gave the power to the random hands. bitches, to some random whores that don't know you. Here. Who knows yeah. you? I don't know. Jared? <laughs> random whore, Jared. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Neil Gaiman uh, was hired to write the. The U.S. the English version. Um, okay. This movie was released July twelfth, nineteen ninety seven. The budget in U.S. doll hairs is twenty three point five million. Do you want to guess what the box office was? This movie fucking cracked it out. Twenty three point five million. I'm gonna say ten. This movie fucking eight. You're saying it made ten million? Yes. Less than its budget. What? The budget was twenty three point five million. Oh fuck! <laughs> ah, Hondo. Domestically, um, worldwide. I think this is just worldwide. Okay, Mister Worldwide. I'm gonna say twenty. That go oh, two hundred. Pretty million. close. One hundred ninety four point three million. Hell yeah! Let's fucking rock it. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So it was released in Japan in July of 1997, and in the U.S. it was released two years later in October 99. It was the first Studio Ghibli film in the U.S. to be rated PG-13. Oh my god. By the MPA. T-14? It was a critical and commercial blockbuster, becoming the highest grossing film of Japan in 1997, and also held Japan's box office record for domestic films until 2001's Spirited Away. Um, I like I said, it was uh, the U.S. script was done by Neil Gaiman. Um, it initially distributed in North America via Miramax, where it sold well on home video despite not performing strongly at the box office. The film greatly increased Ghibli's popularity and influence outside Japan. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like. I only knew of, first of all, like, when Spirit Away came out, I didn't know what Studio Ghibli was. It's only 
like after years later where i was like when people talk about studio ghibli it includes spirit away which i know yes um but i feel like our generation spirited away was the one that made us oops i hit the mic the one that made us aware of i didn't hear it studio ghibli yeah i i know i agree because growing up it was like i don't know i had a i don't you know what I'm going to disagree. Okay. Because specifically for me, I think I had I had a couple VHS copies of like, not a couple VHS copies. I had a copy of Scooby doing the Cyber Chase and Scooby doing the Witch's Ghost. We know this. We know this, right? This, yeah. this is lore. The Saddle Club. This is me lore, yeah. I'm pretty sure along with the with the with the VHS commercial for Cats. Mhm. McCavity's a cat. No, it didn't have that. It had did it have McCavity's McCavity's not there. Um fame I think it also had one for Nausicaa. Wow. Because I remember I think so, yeah, because it was like Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. And I'd be like, holy shit, this movie looks wild. This is scary. That is wild when you're just watching a silly movie like Scooby Doo. And then it's like, yo, watch Nausicaa. It's about atomic weaponry yeah um i'm pretty sure i had a vhs that had like nausicaa because in my head that's how i know that it's pronounced nausicaa Mm -hmm. it was like nausicaa in the valley of the wind and i was like holy fuck oh my god oh it's scary so i think i associated nausicaa before i did spirited away okay that makes sense you've always been more of a little anime freak than me yeah little freak bitch so that makes sense. Um, I could just be fucking lying, though, too. So who knows? Someone, well, I, I mean, feel like if I Google that, it'll show up on, like, a subreddit where someone will be like, does anyone else remember the trailer? For Nausicaa in the Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost? Yeah. Like, there's always someone that does that. So, um, Anyways, some background on the movie. Um, Miyazaki had come up with the, the like first rough ideas of what would eventually become this film um, in 1980. Um, oh. You know, he worked for a bunch of like different animation stuff, including Toei? Toy? How do you say it? I think you've had it Toei. I think it's Toei. Who has, had done like Dragon Ball Z, Digimans. The cat. It's the cat. Their logo is a cat. McCavity. It's McCavity the cat. Um, Funny enough, actually, I was watching. Um, I started watching Digimon Adventure, which is like the the reboot of the Digimon Zero uh, One, mm-hmm. right? The original. And uh, I saw that fucking cat, and I was like, "Is this the bitch that she looks different? She's all three D now." Yeah, they probably upgraded her. Um, Let me upgrade. You. After unsuccessfully pro- proposing the project to several production companies, Miyazaki published his concepts in a 1983 book. Which was republished in 2014. Hello. Um, upon the completion of his manga series, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, Miyazaki began work on the project proposal for Princess Mononoke in April 1994. However, encountering writer's block in December of that year, he decided to take a break from the production and direct short film On Your Mark as a side project. Cool. He returned to the film and began working on the storyboards in April of 95. Sometimes you got to just step away from it for a year. At least 10. Yeah. That's, that's real, actually. 
I mean, have you seen all the paintings that I have like half started? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I don't post on Instagram except for like five times a year. Yes. Yes. And it's because you're on Vero. It's because I'm on threads. Remember that? Remember everyone saying they were moving to the fucking Vero or whatever? Wasn't there another one too that was like, this was just for artists. This is like specifically for artists. And I was like, Probably. bro, no artist is going to go on there. Probably. Wasn't it um, called like window pane? Some shit like that. Raindrops falling on my head. <laughs> Raindrops falling on my window pane. Should we start an app? I don't know how to even begin to. We're do gonna that. we're gonna read. If you know how to use a computer, hit us up. Um, I was actually just you know how like this is very off track, but you know how or maybe you don't know. Are you aware that Hank and John Green started that thing? Like it's actually like a collaboration with ASU of like it's called Study Hall, where you can like take courses you can like take an online class and pay like like 25 bucks or 40 bucks whatever for the class fee take the course and then at the end if you like did a good job like if you like your grade and you want college credit for it you can pay 400 dollars to get the college credit do you know about this what the fuck it, they're like revolutionizing like higher education, education. Um, am i about to go back to get my uh software development <laughs> Well, I just saw, I follow Hank on Instagram and I just saw a reel. He was saying like, oh, there's this class. Um, it's like coding, like intro to coding. And he was like, it starts on January 9th. So like, if you want to register, register now, blah, blah, blah. So you want to code? I'm about to take code our app? I'm about to take over social media. No ads. I'm promising no ads. And you know how? It's a subscription-based app. It's $5 a month, but you'll get no ads. You don't get any of your fucking followers, suggested people. I'm getting so tired of social media, Sarah. I'm getting so fucking mad. I don't want suggestions. I don't want recommendations. I, I want to look. Oh, for my God. Instagram, girl, every month I am snoozing those suggested posts for 30 days. They should girl. make it so you can snooze it forever or for a year. I don't. If I don't. If, you, if I keep snoozing it, what Take does that a tell hint, you? girl. Grow up. Also, Take like Instagram is like every three posts is a, is an ad. For me, and it's not because I haven't updated because I checked and it's well, it's a also- recent update. Okay. For me, is this just me where like I'll be scrolling and it'll show me posts I've already liked from days ago? That's just you. Okay. Well. Well, are you are you getting the weird threads that are like? OnlyFans is OnlyFans are are like the it's like the weird like just the, like right wing thing. Yes. No, well, but I saw someone on Twitter being like, "Um, hey, what the fuck's going on with Threads?" And it was something like that. It's some, like, I see them all the time. Yes, it's all crazy shit, and I'm like, I don't like. I'm Guys, a- I think we need to hop onto Vero. <laughs> I think we need. To, I think we ten years, but I think we need to do it. Isn't that what it's called? Vero, True Social. Is it still alive? Their website's still up. Get the app. Alright, well. Let's jump ship. I guess it's good for them. Because <laughs> no one's fucking on it, but good for them. Good for them. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, to achieve the environmental depiction that he was seeking to portray, Miyazaki and four art directors visited the island of Yakushima. Holy shit, what was that? Sorry, Yakushima in May 1995. Um, 
one art director went to the Shirakami Sanchi Mountains, which had already inspired some environments in Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Nausicaa. Uh, Miyazaki did not want to create an accurate history of medieval Japan and wanted to portray the very beginnings of the seemingly insoluble conflict between the natural world and the modern industrial civilization. Despite being set during the Muromachi period, the actual time period of the movie depicts a symbolic never-win clash of three proto-Japanese races. Work. And that's what we mean when we say, oh, cute movie, Totoro, cute little ponyo fish. And then it's some... some you start diving way story. deep. Yeah. Like me watching this, I was like, oh my god, I love this elk slay. I love this little guy. I shot. I know. I was distraught. <laughs> he is here in my background. Shout out. Yakul. Yakul. Yeah, cool. I think he's pretty Yakul. Like, Those are Yakult. Oh, shit. <laughs> but shout out to them, too. Shout out to. I need to start drinking those. Okay. Yeah. Um, two titles were originally considered for the film, so obviously it's now Princess Mononoke. The other title was going to be The Legend of Ashitaka. Boring. Um, producer Toshio Suzuki mentioned that ha- uh, Miyazaki preferred The Legend of Ashitaka, um, oh. but Suzuki preferred uh, Princess Mononoke. I can see where the legend of Ashitaka is probably better because it revolves around him. Princess Mononoke is mm-hmm. kind of just like there. Well, it's like a it's like a too long food. Thanks for not or thanks for every thanks for nothing. Thanks for everything. Thanks for nothing, bitch. <laughs> Julie Newmar. It's like it comes up at some point in the movie, but it's not like the main thing. Yeah, that's fun. I do like that sometimes because I'm like I'm I'm watching the movie. I'm like, where is this Princess Mononoke? You hear about where it? Is she? It's her. It's it's San. I know, but like she's not there in the beginning. McCavity. We gotta wait. McCavity's not there. Um, the film uh, was the most expensive Japanese animated film at the time. It used 144,000 cells, 80,000 of them being key animation frames, more than any other Ghibli film. Uh, Miyazaki is estimated to have drawn or retouched nearly 80,000 film er, cells himself. Um, animation production commenced in July 1995, and the final storyboards were finished in June 1997. Movies take a long time, especially animated films. Especially hand-animated films. Yes. I think The Boy and the Heron, is that hand we're not talking about it. Fuck it. I'll figure that. I'll look that up later. A variety of techniques were eventually used in the animation process. A digital ink and paint used to color the frames. 3D rendering and digital compositing, which put the hand-drawn images in a three-dimensional environment to create more visual depth. And morphing and particle effects, which create additional detail and smoother transitions. Okay, so they used computers. Heard of them. I own one. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, one of the big themes is um, the environment, you know. Yeah. We'll touch on that. Another theme is development versus preservation. Yes. Which, why Love can't that. we do both? 
Why can't we develop and preserve at the same time? Hmm? Asking the real questions. How about that? Another theme is loss of innocence. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, Miyazaki attributes this to his experience of making his previous film, Porco Rosso, um, in the wars in the former Yugoslavia, which he cites as an example of mankind never learning, making it difficult for him to go back to making a film such as Kiki's Delivery Service, where he has been quoted saying, it felt like children were being born to... Born to this world without being blessed. How could we pretend to them that we're happy? Famously, famously spoken. He famously said it. So wait, isn't that, that's him saying, I that's made him, Kiki, he's delivery Kiki service a movie, you. but that's not real. Yeah. And that's why it's the only fucking cute one. That's the, that's the only reason why, why is this, I put it on, okay, I'm sorry. Um, Yes, it literally is like, what the fuck? Have you seen Ponyo? Ponyo, yes. Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo. Ponyo in the sea. All I know about else. Ponyo is that it's like the Frankie Jonas and Noah Cyrus. Yes. And like they would always hear the commercial of them singing the song Ponyo, on Disney Ponyo, Channel. Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo in the sea. Yes. Um, but that one seems cute. Is that it has some shit with it, too. Okay, what about Totoro? Do we know what that's about? I think it also might have some shit with it. But Totoro cute plushies! You can buy cute little plushies of Totoro! But that's not what Totoro means! Oh my god. He's a murderer. <laughs> it's a horror film. That's not what Totoro means. No, I what? think I'm pretty... I watched Ponyo once, but I'm pretty sure at the end it's like... It's it's kind of it's a little fucky wucky, yeah. There's some like some deeper meaning. Um, I know you're wondering what Roger Ebert thought of the movie. He called Princess Mononoke a great a piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> a great achievement and a wonderful experience, and one of the best films of the year. You won't find many Hollywood love stories, animated or otherwise, so philosophical. Wow. Okay, he ate this one time. <laughs> No. Ooh, uh, me, Roger Evers. Oh, Roger, Roger Evers. Okay. No, usually it's very. I feel like half of the movies we talk about he likes and half he doesn't. And I mean, that's the joke of whenever we read his reviews is that we're either cheering him on because he loves it to or him, about like, to beat his ass. We're like, yes, yes, King. Yeah. And if he hates it, we're like, well, fuck you. You don't know anything. <laughs> no one cares about you, you dead piece of shit. Oh, he is dead. Um, there, there is a stage adaptation. Um, the play features large puppets made out of recycled and reclaimed materials. Okay, eco, mm -hmm. eco-friendly. Um, yeah, it was performed in London, so that's fun. It was the first ad stage adaptation of a Studio Ghibli work. There's also, I mean, now there's a couple, like, Jap Japan actually really likes to do, like, turn a lot of their animes or, like, animated movies into stage productions, which I think is really fun. Um, there's also, like, a Spirited Away stage production, too, that I think I know about now. Yes. Sorry, I was coughing. Um, trivia here. This one made me especially Sad. mad at, oh. uh, at Harvey Weinstein, of course. Um, uh. But, but very, um, 
like, oh, damn, that's fucking cool at Suzuki about what he did as a producer. So it says, when Harvey Weinstein obtained the North American distribution distribution rights to Princess Mononoke, he approached Hayao Miyazaki and insisted on a shorter version of the film that would be, would be better attuned to the American audiences. Now, I agree that Americans are dumb and don't have that attention span, but I don't think the film should get changed because of that. No. Um, Miyazaki... Was that uh, Harvey who said that? Yes, of course. Fuck him. Miyazaki yeah. was still upset by the heavily cut version of Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Um, so he was so upset about that still that he angrily left the meeting. Several days later, Studio Ghibli producer Toshio Suzuki sent a katana sword to Weinstein's office with no cuts. The words no cuts embedded into its blade. The film was later released in the USA in its uncut version. When asked about the incident in an interview, Miyazaki simply smiled and stated, I defeated him. Oh my god! Legend! <laughs> he's, a, he's that scene, I don't know if you, you've seen Cabin in the Woods, right? Yeah, I just don't remember. He's, he's the scene of, the evil has been defeated! Oh yeah. Yeah. I defeated him. Damn, like sending a fucking katana. A full katana with the words for you. No cuts. That's so scary. Could you, if someone sent me a katana that literally said no cuts on it, I would legitimately piss myself and just stay in my house. I'd throw out all my scissors. <laughs> Knives. Say, no cuts at all. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing's getting cut anymore. Um, this is the last major animated motion picture to be filmed on plastic animation cells. Um, what were they after that paper? Probably. Eco-friendly again. Recyclable. Recyclable. Um, apparently Miyazaki knows this movie is very, very long. Because when he uh, screened the English dubbed version at TIFF, which I no. believe is the Toronto International Film Festival. Sounds right. Um, not going to fact check that. Uh, he introduced to the film saying, With Princess Mononoke, I intentionally threw out all of the rules of entertainment movie making, which is why it, which is why it will take some time for a true evalu evaluation of this film to emerge. I hope you will enjoy all of the ridiculously long two hours and 13 minutes. And I'm, I told Sarah before we started recording, I stopped taking notes in this movie because it is fucking long, but also because, and not, not because it's long and boring, because it's so long that I'm like, I just want to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like, I oh. just literally wanted to enjoy the movie. I don't want, I didn't want to take, after I started taking notes and I was like, this is fucking boring. Not the movie, the note taking. Um. Miyazaki had intended this to be his final film before retiring. Its great success led him to do Spirited Away, and he's made more films after that, obviously. So thank God for this slaying. Mm -hmm, the slay era. Um, Mononoke means angry or vengeful spirit. Call me Mononoke. Because yes. I am an angry and vengeful spirit. Princess Mononoke replaced E.T. as the biggest grossing film of all time in Japan until Titanic. Fuck Titanic. Girl, Titanic is so, like, snooze fast. I'm gonna be real. I've never seen the whole film. And you choose not to. 
it's just talk about long. Talk about a long movie. Long movie. Um, Lady Eboshi wears red lipstick, making her one of the very few Studio Ghibli characters with visible lips. I was going to say, who's a slut? <laughs> who's a little whore? <laughs> you um, know what red lipstick means, whores? I've never known. Yeah, I guess they don't have lips because it's just like that line drawn. Yeah. Well, there's also that thing of like that slightly racist representation where like, when Japanese, like when animated company uh, animation does lips, it's usually to represent like black people. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. At least they don't have that fucking Kim Possible mustache lip. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> um, the creative teams of Star Wars: The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Cited um, San as an inspiration for Ahsoka Tano. All right. So that's why she looked like that. Um, let's see. I didn't get to look at these earlier. Leonardo DiCaprio was originally considered for the part of Ashitaka. Whatever. Many speculate that various things featured in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild were greatly inspired by this film. Uh, for example, in the first 10 minutes of the film, the clothes Ashitaka is wearing closely resemble both look and color palette of Link's tunic. Ashitaka has a sword and also uses a bow and arrow as his main weapon, which are also the weapons that Link uses in the game. Um, other Another example is the wooden observatory tower. Okay. I think we're just like... I know, I think we're just naming things that happen. Like We're just grasping at... There's grass... <laughs> There's these yeah. little pig monsters. There's also pig monsters. Like, girl, get a grip. Not everything's connected. I mean, if it is inspired, like, cool. But this I is don't not know J.J. Who Abrams. Those games. What what does that have to do with J.J. Abrams? Because he's connecting everything. Oh, okay. What's your history with this film? When did you see this? I saw this. Probably a couple years back, honestly. Like, I'm... I th- there. Oh, when HBO Max first did its thing. Before they started taking off all their, their stuff. Mm-hmm. Before they became Max. Mm-hmm. Right? You ain't a dog. You don't need to be called Max, okay, girl? Um, uh... I think that's the first time I saw it because I saw that all the Ghibli films were on there, right? And I was like, oh, Mama Sita, you better walk. I'm going to work the world right now. And I literally binged like a good handful of them at a time. That's when I saw like Mononoke, Spirited Away. I had seen Spirited Away, I think, once. No, I watched all of, for the first time ever. I watched all of them on, on HBO Max. You had never seen Spirited Away? I'd never seen any of them before this. That's. Why? So that would have to been when you, whenever you got HBO Max, that's when I first saw these movies. I don't have it. Frankie has it. Whenever Frankie first got HBO Max, that's when we. Yes. And shout out, Frankie. We love you. Thank you for letting me use your HBO Max. Thank you. I mean, I let y'all have my Paramount Plus so you can watch All Stars. Thank you. And I let you guys have Disney Plus, but I don't think any of you guys use it. I use your shutter. Yes, you do. Thank you so much for using my shutter. It yeah. makes the $60 worth it at the end. 
I almost texted you because it was over, um, you know, a couple weeks ago when I was going to watch It's a Wonderful Knife. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I needed, because I logged in on the TV and I was like, fuck, I don't know your login. I was like, you probably don't even know your login. I do. But luckily, I was logged in on my computer already. Uh huh. So I was able to like tell the TV what Just it was. What I want. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Um, I love that you already assume that I probably don't remember, which is a good thing for anyone to do with me. Well, because I was like, I fucking wouldn't. Like, I remember my Hulu. Because I know that people might ask because, like, so me? many people use my Hulu. Yes. Frankie always messing up my algorithm. Why is he? Oh, when he uses your account for whatever reason. He uses my that... profile and watches Kardashians. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't watch this. That's so funny. It's um, okay. I go on his HBO Max profile and I look at what he watches and I'm like, you're weird. Why? What is it? Because it's it's like a combo of like documentaries, right? And like queer shit. But then it's also like kids shows because of like his nephews. I watch kids shows. No, no, no. I'm talking about like, like uh, what's what's some kids shows? Paw Patrol. Literally, like, Paw Patrol and shit, yeah. And I think that's okay. I think that's Frankie's okay. Frankie's out here watching Paw Patrol. What's Coco Melon? Coco Melon. I was like, what's, that, what's that one? What's the one? Um, I've never seen this before. I've heard of it, obviously. The poster always scared me because the blood and the wolf looks blood. scary. Oh, when she, yeah, after she finished eat, eating her raspberry jam. Yes, um... So, yes, this was my first time watching it. I had heard, like, obviously that it's great. It's a classic, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But um, this movie starts out with a narrator who I, I don't know who the narrator is. It didn't say. Um, talking about, like, forests being destroyed. And then the ones that remain are guarded by the beasts. And so right off the bat, we're like, okay, this movie's about deforestation. This movie's about environmentalism. Let's talk about it. This mm-hmm. is very Fern Gully in the last rainforest. Let's I go. think this is better, but yes. <laughs> this one does not have a talking bat. No. Or so a smoke points off for that. Um... We see, okay, so me as my first time watching this, you know, I didn't know any of the names or anything that's going on. So I wrote, Girl te- girls tell man on horse, question mark. Because I was like, it's not a horse, but like. It just it? jumps in. It just jumps in. Yeah. Yes. An elk. Something is wrong in forest. So then I later found out that that man's name is Ashitaka. Mm-hmm. And the horse is an elk named Yakol. Yes. Who I love. Um. Yeah, this is where he goes to the watchtower, and they're like, oh, no, I said, ew, little worm guy, it's giving Tangela. <laughs> Tangela. Do we think Tangela was inspired by this monster? I don't know when Pokemon was invented, probably not. Um, but yes, yes, we get introduced to uh, one of the, like, one of the gods of this world, right? So, like, this world has, like, different gods, and they're all, like, different animals. And the theme that plays here is called the Demon God which is one of my favorite songs from like the Princess Mononoke soundtrack. The mm-hmm. like I love it. Don't this remember song. it, but okay. And this is a boar, correct? Yes. 
he's a boar covered in these little worms. And we're just like, put the oh, song fuck. in there. Put the track in there when when I played. I stopped it right now. And Ashitaka, poor poor Yakol is like standing there shaking in his boots. And he's like, he, run, bitch. He literally has to shoot the ground to scare Yakol, who's like literally deer in the headlights. I wrote, I wrote, oh my god, run, Yakol. Run, Yakol. My Yacol, whole, this whole movie, I was just worried about him. <laughs> you're, you're scared of him and this boy that's covered in evil spaghetti. Yes. Yes. And the watchtower falls and we see... This evil boar headed for the village and chasing Ashitaka and Nicole. This is a good example of how they used like the 3D rendering with the 2D animation. Because it, yeah, it, it looks weird, but it doesn't look like Anastasia levels of like... Yeah, the, the music box. Exactly. Yeah, because when he gets bitten and that's Not always bitten. on his... Wrapped. Oh, oh wrapped, sorry. Um, and like on his arm... Um, yeah, that's that's so I believe yeah the 3D animation. But then it has those moments where it is 2D, so it it gives this really weird look, which I think is cool. It's really cool with like the demon aspect of it. Yes. Yeah, so now he's like, "Fuck! I got all this sludge on my arm. I got this goof fucking me up, <laughs> making my arm shake and vibrate and get angry. Like I'm gonna punch something all the he's time. Gonna, he's gonna scream and shout and let it all out. Mm-hmm." Um, we see this wise woman bringing a liquid to pour on his... I'm pretty sure it's mm-hmm. just, like, alcohol. I'm pretty sure it's just Yakult. <laughs> it's probiotics. Yes, it's because... It's vapor rub. In liquid form. Um, yes, because Ashitaka shoots the boar spare. I don't know the boar's name. I should have wrote it down, but I forgot to... Oh, well, they say it later, right? Like, he's the one that killed... I wrote it down. Uh, Nago? What? Is it Nago? Sure. Nago? Nago. I think let's say that. That sounds less racist. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so he kills the boar spirit, shoots it in its eye, and then shoots it in, like, the forehead, and then, yeah, he collapses. But then before he dies, when that wise woman is there, he, she goes, we will perform burial rites, blah, 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 blah. But then, uh, he goes, ha, ha, ha. You will all know my suffering. And then he 3D renders himself into a skeleton. And that shit was ugly. That scared that scared me, actually. That kind of grossed me out when I saw it the first time. I was like, Ugh. And this wise woman says that the, the boar god uh, came from the west and had, like, poison in him. And let's talk about that. That's from the west? From the west. Western? Culture is toxic. Say it with me, everybody. Toxic. Yeah. Poison. Western civilization is full of demons. Hello. Get these white demons away from me. Um, and Ashitaka's infection will spread and kill him. Yes. She tells him. This is when she's playing with her little beautiful stones. Yes. It's his fate to go west. Bible goes west. west. Yes, exactly. Put a, put the uh, put the five old poster, but it's Ashitaka and Yakul. Um, and so we see Ashitaka leaving, and his it's his sister, right? Kaya? Yes, his little sister comes out, and she gives him his crystal dagger, which I think is just like obsidian, because it's like a weird, like blue purple, right? I don't know anything about gems and crystals. Okay. Um. 
And then my next note is, he just shot that man's arms off. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cause, yeah. Cause he's traveling through, he's traveling West. Um, and yeah, he runs into this village that's getting like, and this is a, around the time when like samurai was just kind of like fucking shit up. Um, but yeah, he fully just like shoots this man's fucking arms off. And then he shoot he, someone's like head off. He decapitates a guy. Yeah. With an arrow clean off. That's wild. I love um, how wait my the best thing though is that like you never really see when he decapit when anyone loses an arm or a head there's no blood have you no, noticed it's just like a clean it's just ham yeah it looks like I was gonna say yeah like when you have a cartoon ham <laughs> bone yes yeah um so he's in this town um and he pays for rice with some gold and with one little gold nugget. And this motherfucker, we learned, we later learned that his name is Jigo. A monk. This motherfucker. I don't know how you felt about him when you first met him, Sarah, but when I saw him on screen today, I was like, oh, fuck you. I was skeptical, of course. I hate this motherfucker so hard. Um, yes, we meet Jigo, who, like, helps him, like, barter, because he's, like, they're mad that he's paying with gold, because these people don't know what gold is, apparently. Um, and then Jigo is like, Hey there. Basically, he knows who he is because he's part of, uh, for background, Ashitaka is part of a village of people that were basically, like, not to be topical, but, like, genocided by the emperor. Um, but there's, like, a little bit of them left, and he was like, I've seen bulls like that before. I've heard tale of people that ride red elk like you do. Shoot stone arrows like you do. Wear the silly little getup like you do. Are ugly like you are. Ooh. And then no, and then Ashitaka goes, and our fucking big ass nose haired bitches like you, bitch. Um, With your big ass fucking pimple in the middle of your forehead, bitch. Gigo big is ass oh no, my camera died. I need to figure this out. Sorry, <laughs> let me charge a battery real quick. Okay, so for, for right now, I'm going to be cosplaying as EO's webcam utility. We love. And then I'll be back probably in like 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. You don't have a second battery? No, they're, the second battery I thought was fully charged, but it was also not fully charged. Interesting. And I okay. thought I had turned the camera off the last time we recorded, but when I went and turned it on, it was already in the on position. So it was on and killed the battery that was inside of it. Okay. Mad about it. So... Ashitaka and Jigo, like, they're in this cave. Um, I wrote that Jigo's very, like, cynical. He's very yes. like, matter-of-fact about the state of things. He's very matter-of-fact about it, but he's also very much in that realm of, like, this is the world that we live in. He's that person that's like, you might as well adapt to what's going on. You know what I mean? The forest spirit, which, yeah, it's like the big, the, not the big baddie, but, like, he's the big one. The forest spirit basically, like, controls life and death of in this world so i don't know what's what this soup that they're eating is but it looks fucking good i did um not to be a basic person but i did eat a bowl of ramen while watching this oh i'm gonna get cultured i think people love that i think people ramen i mean of course top ramen not like wait 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 what brand Maruchin? Yeah, yeah. Play. Aren't they the ones that make top ramen? It's the top. And baby, you're when you're the bottom, I'm the top. 
Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have it delivered by like some like local place. I just no, no, didn't. no. It's fine. I be- I'm a hundred percent in the house that instant ramen is good ramen. Okay, it is good. I have a couple bags of instant ramen right here next to me in my drawer. I love Maruchan, right? Maruchan. Yes. Um, I love me. I tried this little like I can't say it because I I can't say the sounds. It's I think a Korean brand of noodles, but they're really good. But they just I had they had cheese in it, and that made me my stomach get mad. Oh, you know, there's like hot, like hot spicy ramen, but isn't there like hot Cheeto ramen or something? Probably. There's like ramen where it's like that'll fuck you up. Girl, if you don't have the iron stomach, some of this food she'll kill you. Um, If you're not taking your colt, it's gonna eat your shit. Yeah. They should sponsor us at this point. Oh my um, god, we're sponsored by uh, by your cult. And then what's that other like stomach thing that's good for you? Metamucil. For fiber. Yes. Um. So now we see like these people on a mountain with these oxen, and they're scared of these wolves that are coming. Uh, these these pups and their um their mom. Their mama. A big, a big mama wolf. Moto. Moro, right? Wait, hold the fuck up. Is it... Then who is Moto? Oh, I wrote the name wrong the second time. Okay, it is Moro. <laughs> Moro voiced by Gillian Anderson. Yes, Big Mama Bitch Wolf. I love her. Who is Moto? There's Okoto. <laughs> There's the Mutos from Godzilla. Um, so, I said... Again, I, I'm just focused on the animals this movie. So I was like, oh my god, no, that poor wolf. When, like, you know, it falls down. And then they're like, when oh, like it takes shot. more. Yeah, they're like, oh, it takes more to kill her. Like, she's a god. And I was like, oh, thank god. Yes, yes. Oh. Uh, she. This is also when she says the line that comes back. This is her. This is the Chekhov's gun of the movie where she goes. No, th- she says it later. Never mind. To Lady Eboshi? Yeah, when Lady Eboshi. Because this is when we meet Lady Eboshi and her little posse. Um, Lady Eboshi later on says, um, don't get too close. A wolf's head can still bite even when it's dead. Yes, 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 yes. And I think that was really, really good foreshadowing for what happens later. And is that true? Girl, I'm not going to test it out. Have you seen that video? Um, of someone getting fucking eaten by a wolf? No, there was a video oh. that went viral like a couple days ago of a coyote, I think in either tucson or phoenix a coyote like on top of like a car at a toyota dealership howling what yeah and everyone's like you know everyone's going crazy being like oh my god look at this coyote howling at the Toyota dealership. i'm like girl that happens all the time here girl i once drove to your house and saw at least six javelinas literally walking the streets one time i came back from when, when when we used to go to karaoke until like super late you know mm-hmm. in the morning one time yeah i was driving back it, there was like no one on the road and like right by my house like right where I, when i turned into my neighborhood there was a fucking coyote walking around at like 1 a.m or 3 a.m whenever it was i was like hey you were like hey stay away from my dog people yeah who aren't here they don't think they realize how like often we see coyotes i saw one on the res like like a month ago probably I literally see, like, I was going to say jackalope, but that wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. I saw a jackalope. 
I believe you. Um, okay, so Ashitaka finds um, like these bodies of these two guys that fell off the the mountain, right? Yes, because uh, they got fucked up by them wolves. Mm-hmm. And Iboshi said, "Leave them; they're dead." She said, "We gotta keep moving." Fuck them. Um. So yeah, like down the river, but not Ashitaka. Um, he finds them, and at first we're like, oh, they're dead, right? But then, you know, we hear that guy screaming, and we're like, oh, alive. Mm-hmm. They're alive. Um, but this is when um, Ashitaka sees the wolves and this girl. Covered in red strawberry jam. Yes, healing Moro. She's sucking that blood. <laughs> I mean, I know every lesbian if Moro played by Gillian Anderson, if anything happened to Gillian Anderson, like this is a perfect metaphor for like lesbians coming to her aid. I feel like I was going to say, is it because lesbians eat coochie no matter what day of the month it is? What day of the month? Period blood. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, what's the joke there? <laughs> um, I know. I feel, yeah, I feel like if, if uh, Gillian Anderson had like a bullet wound, lesbians would, would be suck. there to like, yeah, get it out. Someone would give up part of their skin to heal her. Probably. I don't even know who Gillian Anderson is. What? No. Dana, Dana Scully? From no. the X Files? Oh. Okay, I like her. She's cool. Um, and then we, uh, so he like yells and introduces himself. And they like all leave, and she says, "Go away." She said, <laughs> "She said you're a human. Go away." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Me." Um. And so this is when one of the guys is screaming, and because we're like, "Okay, he's alive." He's but he's screaming because he sees a Kodama. Mm-hmm. The little forest, the not the forest spirit, but like little forest guys, little tree spirits. Little guys, little tree spirits. There's a bunch of them, and they lead them through the forest. Yes, I love it when you can see their little butts. They're just little guys with little butts. Okay, um, they get to like this little pond area, I guess, and they get to the the where the where the forest spirit lives, basically. Yeah, because they see this like deer in the background. But then they see this crazy looking fucking deer with like 20 antlers. Ooh, they say, who is she? What the hell is even that? And Ashitaka's arm starts hurting. Oh, when, yeah, when it gets all like spoofy and like. <laughs> um, and then also they're like, oh, that guy's like, my arm doesn't like hurt as much anymore. And the guy that Ashitaka's carrying feels lighter. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, what are we, what's this magical place that we are in? Yes, the water has healing properties. I know where we can find eagle eggs. Yes. Um, and then we have Lady Iboshi's Iron Town. This is the home of the two guys that Ashitaka is with. So they're back to their home and the villagers are like excited mm-hmm. to see. Their- they're excited about- getting the stories wrong someone's like did you hear so-and-so came back from the dead and i'm like girl let's not let's not create fables let's not spread misinformation uh-huh even in medieval japan okay yeah and all these women are horny for ashitaka girl let me tell you 
They said a young fella just walked in and all these. Well, also, we learned that all the women that live in this town are formal brothel maidens. Because this is and this is why I love this movie, right? The only the people who are villains, clearly it's supposed to be like Lady Lady Eboshi, right? Is one of the quote unquote villains of the movie. But so is and so is um Jugo. Jigo? Oh. Yeah, so Jigo and Lady Eboshi are like the villains of the movie, right? If we want to just black and white it, right? But they're slightly complex and they're not written to be like fully just evil. Like the whole thing with Lady Eboshi is she's very much like girl bossing. Um, she very much is like, she's like taking these women who worked at brothels and basically was like, you are now, you are now in a position of power. Like you are my girls. Like you are in charge the way I am in charge. And she also has those lepers, the lepers that are also like under her care. And she's like, I just want to take care of my lepers, my lepers and my girls. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was reading that too, that like the villains are like very ambiguous like yeah like lady aboshi wants to go and like fuck up shit in the forest but she's also just doing it to like protect her town and her people mm -hmm. and like help them thrive and then if we look at like san um it's like okay she like you know is our hero like yes nature slay love animals but mm -hmm. like she is killing humans so it's like all the villains, yeah, they're, they're not, like, it's not black. No no one in this story is 100%, like, good and 100% evil. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. even Ashitaka is, like, very morally gray because he's, like, I don't want anyone to fucking fight. Like, I don't want, he's, but he's also not, like, the person that's, like, why can't we all just get along? Why can't there just be peace? He's, like, y'all just need to fucking stop. Yeah. Um... We get a backstory on Lady Iboshi and the boar. So she was the one, right, that drove it to the, the village. Yes, she shot the... So the boars used to live on this mountaintop. So they're the gods of the mountain. The boars are in charge of the mountains. And when they arrived, when Lady Iboshi and her posse arrived, they started, like, shooting at them, but they couldn't really damage them. So that's when they invented the gun. When she... <laughs> When, like, they go back to, like, the back part or whatever, and like, she her shows garden. her weapons, I was like, what the fuck? She's just making guns. I was, like, guns. not expecting that. Isn't it, isn't it that, like, no, it is. It's lore accurate, right? That, like, China and Japan were the first people to, like, invent, like, gunpowder and weaponry like that? I'll believe it. Okay, there we go. I don't know. Locked and loaded. I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I think that's one of, like, the my little, like tidbits that i actually know is actually true but yeah so okay maybe you need to take the world history class that hank green is putting on well, get your college credit no i don't want it um but so the reason he's cursed and like gonna die because of this fucking sludge on his arm is because of her yes because lady Boshi drove N nago the boar spirit that was yeah. at the very beginning she drove him into d demonic madness with when she shot him with the with the iron ore. Chinese monks discovered the technology in ninth century. Forgot Look at it. you doing ho ho homework, hormones. Look at you doing research. There we Look go. Look at me on tea. 
Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So yes, she's. I said, girl is making weapons. Um, and she says that Princess Mononoke lives to kill her, and the a wolf stole her soul. Yes. Is that what she says. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we're already like, okay, that girl looked like she was doing nothing wrong. So this lady saying that she is, like, kind of a baddie is interesting. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like, she's all for, like, what did, What was the word that you used earlier? M- modern Modernism? If if I was reading it from the Wikipedia, I could not tell you. Okay, yes. So Modernity? Lady Lady Bush is about modernism, and then uh, Mo, uh, San, Princess Mononoke herself, she's all about traditionalism, is essentially like. Th- so there's also this very like, and that's a very big thing in Japan about like Western modernism and j- uh, traditional Japan uh, Japanese culture, like the clash between that and how you like balance that out. By the way, didn't Japan just have like a earthquake or tsunami or something? Yes, they just had a small earth, uh, not a small earthquake. They just had an earthquake slash tsunami on, I think, the northwest side of the island. Well, thoughts are with them because that's scary. Yes, that's really fucked up. Fuck the earth, you know? Girl, global warming, let's, let's have it. No, that's what's well, causing this, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck the humans that did this and are causing different natural disasters to occur. Um, so we have San showing up in the Iron Town and fighting Iboshi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she sneaks in and she starts kicking ass. Kicking ass, taking names. Ashitaka stuns Iboshi. Um, yes. So after they've done some fighting, after they've done some, some pow pow. Gets in the middle. He gets in the middle with his demon powers fully going. Also, I hate this bald-headed man. Uh, Lady Eboshi's, like, her guy, her, like, henchman. I don't remember him, but sure. He has the lumpy head. Anytime any guy has the lumpy head, I'm like, uh, you can't, can't trust you. You're crazy. Um, full offense to men with lumpy heads. Okay? Fuck off. Um, get a round head, okay? Learn how to be round. Okay. Um, Learn um, how to be round. Learn how to be round. Um... But yes, he steps in, knocks them both the hell out, and then that bitch, that random lady, shoots fucking Ashitaka as he's walking away. <laughs> well, like, because well, like someone was grabbing. No, she just was. What are you doing? And she just shoots. Yeah, and then, but he keeps going. He just walks. He said, "Nothing can stop me. I'm stronger than a thousand men." And so, when they get to the forest, San is mad. She's like, "I wanted to fucking kill Lady Boshi." How dare you? Well, and this is when Ashitaka falls off of Yakul head first, and then the fucking wolf starts to chomp down on his head. <laughs> yeah. He's just fussing. <laughs> I was like, there's no way this man is alive. That's Marty with my arms sometimes. Oh my god. Sometimes when he gets a little rowdy, we're playing, but he doesn't realize his own strength. He bites my arm and I say, well, hey, let's not do that. And then he rips it off, and then you just have ham inside, like those people. A ham bone arm. Um, We see the ape tribe that wants to eat Ashitaki, and they fucking hate humans. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have San taking him to... It's like a lake, right? With Yukol. And she's like, 
you're free now. Be free. And he says, mm. He goes, girl, I'm domesticated. He says, I love him. <laughs> and I always love him. And he loves and he loves him for loving me. And then my next note is, this big blue guy must be the forest spirit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Not the big blue guy. Yes. The, the big ass blue bitch. That, okay, I think maybe Avatar also was inspired by this movie. Because... It was. I read and James Cameron said he was inspired by it. No, 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 no. Well, Avatar. Oh, you mean Airbender. Airbender. Okay. But yes, also Avatar the Blue People is yes. inspired by this well, movie. Well, that's why I thought you were talking about that one. It's because you mentioned, we mentioned he was blue. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like when Aang turns into that giant like fish monster um, at the end of book one, Water. When he's attacking the, the Fire Nation ships when he goes yeah. into the Avatar No, we, state. we are talking about. Okay, good. I'm Avatar, glad you know. Avatar. You've never seen Avatar? Nor I know. All right, guys. I, I was, have, I've never a little said this. too much for me on Nickelodeon, you know? No, no, I no. I was no, watching no. Mr. Meaty. Oh, ew. Very, very far from Avatar. <laughs> yes. But I have always meant to go and watch it, and maybe it'll be this year. Okay. What's I it on? Paramount Plus? Yes. Oh, okay. And Netflix. Oh, all right. Um, Jigo and is it one man or multiple men that like are seeing this forest spirit in the forest? It's Jigo and two other guys, yes, two other henchmen. Yes, yes and we're this, like, we... this bitch again. Because we see, we find out that Jigo has a letter from the emperor. Because later, earlier when we first meet him, he says the emperor is looking for a way to like live forever. Right? He's looking for immortality. He's looking for his new groove, you might say. Mm-hmm. And he's about to find it when he eats this forest spirit's head, allegedly. Because mm -hmm. he has a letter that was like, the emperor already pardoned us for basically destroying the whole fucking forest, so let's get this fucking head. Let's get some head. So no head? So no head. The, um, the emperor, when they arrived back... <laughs> so, so no head? So what, no head? Um, We have the boars who want to kill the humans. Um. Okay, and I this might be when I was getting a little sleepy. I did have to pause. I did pause the movie and take a nap with Marty, and this might have been when, because I wrote. Oh, it looks like I wrote Twink, but I wrote Think. Think wolves a Nago. Ashitaka says he. Oh, okay. He's like I am the one who killed yes. the boar. Because the boars, all the boars come down and they're like, well, this is after, so we meet a couple of spirits, right? We meet the forest, some of the forest spirits, which are the apes, the ape clan, then they, they plant the trees. Um, Lady Boshi shoots at them. We meet the boar, the boar clan, which are in charge of the mountain, right? And I love their meats. I love boar their head meats. meats. Boar's head meats. Ooh, they really popped off on that one. Ooh, they really just, they did it. Um, Yes. Uh, yeah, so they come down, and yeah, they're accusing the wolves of killing, of killing Naga, uh, but then, yes, like you said, Akatashi's like, that was me, homies, because he, he said, became a demon. He said, oopsie, that was me, because he got a little evil. He became a demon, yes. And Makoto, uh, the lead boar, says, get out of my forest. Yes, but, um, this is when, uh, Moro is like, bitch, I'll eat you. You better stop. 
Slay queen. In in layman's terms. Sorry, I was sneezing. Do it again. Um, we have a Boshi using weapons to kill. Was this the samurai? Yes. So they're getting attacked by a couple samurai invaders, and then they're getting pa pa poop poop. Uh, oop. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and Ashitaka, like we said, he wants no war. He's like. None of this. He wants San to live instead of dying with the forest because he's talking to tomorrow, right? And she says that, like, that's what's going to happen. Yes. Yes. Because they're basically going, like, if we don't fight, they're going to kill us. And if they kill us, then, like, blah, 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 blah. But, yes. he he All he wants is peace and maybe to kiss San later. And but maybe they don't a kiss. little kiss. And maybe just a little kiss. Um... And in the Iron Town, we have the women who tell Ashitaka um, that Iboshi went to attack the forest spirit, and they're they're like supposed to hold down the fort there. Yes. So at this point, we have reached that. I think we're at the halfway point of the movie now, right? Um, we've gone through Iron Town. We've gone through Ashitaka, like flirting with the girls, running the forge, learning about Iron Town. The spirits chit-chatting it out, talking about their war plans. And yes, this is when we start to get like the... So at this point, the boars, the wolves, and San, not not Maro, but like the wolf cubs, the ones with the unknown actor, yeah. um, they're going to go fight the Irontown people who are, are now... Not just Irontown, but Irontown, Jigo and his goons, his little red cap motherfuckers. And I think that's it, right? So it's them versus the other ones. And they're fighting up in this little, like, mountaintop because they're smoking them out. They're burning some green fire with, like, some nasty putrid smell. And they're, like, they're trying to get rid of our sense of smell. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't know if Naro's with them. Maro. Can't remember. I don't think she is. We have, oh my god, I was devastated here. We have Yakul shot by an arrow. Oh, yes, because, yes, he gets shot by those samurai. And, I, and then Ashitaka kills the shooters. Ashitaka, again, chops a man's arm off and decapitates him. And I would <laughs> do the same for Marty. Oop. You hurt my baby. Now I, I kill you. you. Yes, exactly. Um, and then... Ashitaka tells the Iron Town men what's going on, um, and they want to go back and help their town and help their women. Yes. So when he gets there, but we also this is when we realize that like Lady Aboshi is also kind of a bitch, mm -hmm. like to her own people because and we know that because she has lips. She's wearing those red lipstick. That fucking slutty red lipstick, mm -hmm. girl. I'm gonna tell you this: if you wear slutty red lipsticks, good for you, <laughs> good for you, girl. Um, um. But yes, so we learned that, like, during this battle, it wasn't even, like, a war. They just got, like, bamboozled, right? There were landmines underneath the Iron Town people. So when the boars attacked, everyone got blown up. And then there were, what did they say, grenades from above? And Lady sure. was just standing there like, yeah, do it. Do, do it. it to him. Do it. Do it. That's you when you're cold right now. That's you with your voice. Oh no, I sound like him. Yes, you should. Yes, do it. 
rescue it. Have you heard the story of Darth Plagueis? Not Plagueis. Isn't that what it's called? Darth. I don't know. There's so many fucking Darths. Darth. Not Darth, Darth. from a Jedi. Not from a Jedi. Yes, anyway. but everyone gets fucked here, and then we we see. This is when, yeah, because yeah, go go go. Well, Ashitaga is trying to help. Uh, Akoda. It... That's the boar, right? Yes, because he tells the yeah, like you were saying, he tells the the iron the iron. I want to keep saying ironclad. The what is it? Iron Town people. Yeah. He tells them to go. Well, they first help the. Well, first they beat up those the red the red the red hat bitches because they're trying to kill Ashitaka because he's trying to rescue one of the wolf pups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they all lay down the beat down on these red bitches. And they help because he's trying to lift the boar. Yes, the dead boar off of the wolf. Mm-hmm. And then they go and help. Yes, and then because they're gonna go, they're trying to go find San and Lady Aboshi because they're like they're gonna kill each other or yeah. the spirit. Um, yeah, so they go looking. We have um, Ashitaka with Okoto, who's starting to be... Uh, oh, wait. No, it's San, right? Who's with Okoto, who's becoming a demon. Yes, yes. And this is when we see that, like... Basically, it's like... I don't even know if it's the uh, the Irontown people, but, like the, like, the people that are with Jigo, they're basically, like... They had skinned the boars and are wearing their their pelt and, like, are pretending yeah, to be boars. Yeah, they're pretending... And so Akoto is like, my men are alive. She's like, no, you dumb bitch. Yes. She said, these are humans. He's going crazy. He's old as fuck. He's demented. He's blind. Blind, blind, blind. Lord have mercy, he's blind. Did we say voices him? Oh, Keith David, of course. He's legally blind. Um, And let me tell you one, that's my last note because I did start nodding off a bit at the end. Um... But I think I got us through a lot. So take it away. Take it away, Arani. Okay. I so- like, you know, I was constantly like opening my eyes, closing my eyes. And like, I was listening to the movie. So I kind of got the gist. You were fighting for your life trying to watch yeah. this movie. Um, yeah. So yes. Yeah, so Okoto basically gets punked, punk nastied into thinking that like his boys are still alive. But it's just the guys. And so... At one point, he gets so overwhelmed that he, like, essentially becomes a demon, right? He And his goop isn't purple. His goop is red. He's, like, mad mad, right? And so him and San, San gets trapped with him because she's just not letting go. She won't let I him go. I did see that. I do remember this. Yes. She was part of him. But there, as when Ashitaka starts to show up, he starts, he start, he starts to get, like, attacked by the boar people, I believe. I can't remember all too well. All to say, this was all part of their plan. Their plan was to get Okoda so riled up that he would become demonic. And then the forest spirit himself would have to show up and help cleanse Okoda. That's the plan that they had to to lure the forest spirit in. They didn't even need to kill all the boar people. They were just using them as a lure. So Okoda ends up meeting with Maro where they're, like, about to fight it off, and Marl's like, give me my daughter. Not my daughter, you bitch! <laughs> um, and he, like, grabs Son and gives him to uh, Akita- Okitake? Nope. Ash- Ashitake? Ash- Ashitaka? There's so many words. There's so many people here. Yeah. Yes. Maro saves Son and gives her to Ashitaka to save, 
And that's when the forest spirit arrives and he like clen- he like kills them. He's like, Mara, you're Mara Mara. Maro, you're about to die. Okoto, you're basically dead. And he just he lets him go. He lets him pass on. And then that's when he starts to shrink down into his like deer form. And then that and then at this point, Lady Boshi's like, all right, guys, let me show you how to kill a god. And so he she just fucking shoots the shit out of him. First in the head, but then he comes back up when he's pulling his like a uh, his Atlantis the Lost Empire and walking on the water. He gets knocked down, he gets back up again. He got back up again, right? Um and so at this point he this is when he gets crazy eyed, right? Because Lady Boshi wants keeps trying to shoot him and then he gets all crazy eyed and starts to block like the the flint of her rifle and she's like, Why won't you fucking die? I don't know why she's British. Mm-hmm. Um for, mate, why won't you fucking die? A R I don't know what English people say. Um, but then she actually does shoot him and decapitates him. But then this is when all hell breaks loose because now the forest spirit is now a big goop monster. Wait, she it, decapitated Okoto? A forest, the forest spirit. Oh, okay, the forest spirit. Yes, Okoto and San are in the water, just being like, "Holy shit, what the fuck!" Um, and the forest spirit gets shot uh, eventually by um, by Lady Eboshi. And this is when the line, "A wolf, even when dead, can still bite." Because we see Maro's head slithering like a fucking snake. And she takes, like, her whole fucking arm off. Lady Eboshi okay. can no longer fire a gun. Slay. Literally slayed. Um, and yes, this, this is when all hell breaks loose. Because the forest spirit is now pissed as fuck. It's killing everything. Um, uh, Jigo grabs the head of the forest spirit and puts it in this giant metal, like, like Tupperware essentially <laughs> and like they start to run away with it and this is when Ashitaka and San make their like their chase for the head after they save Lady Eboshi which also proves that like it's a good like the whole time I was like bitch they should just kill Lady Eboshi and Jigo Jigo like if they were just dead we'd be done right like there would be no problem they'd both be like donezo but like I think it's really nice that like San and mostly Ashitaka is are like, I'm not gonna kill them. Like they they still want to do good things in this world. They're just like, not doing them the right way. Um, but yeah, so they save Lady Eboshi. They send her to her people. They go back to Iron Town and say, Yo, there's a big ass fucking spirit coming. Get in the water because the it'll slow down in the water. And there's and then they're still on the chase for Jigo in the head. They're trying to get some head. Um, but yeah, yeah, they eventually, this is weird. I don't know how you do this. This Doing these leads is always weird for me, but eventually they catch up with Jigo, right? They catch up with Jigo after doing some, doing some run in and they, this is when I still don't understand how like Jigo's okay with this. Like he explains that like, it'll all be fine. Cause once the spirit, cause the spirit only turns into that giant blue bitch. What is it called? Like the, the night walker. Mm-hmm. He only turns into the Nightwalker at night, and at the when he comes, and he becomes like intangible. But then he becomes corporeal when he when the sunlight comes out. He becomes that deer creature. So the idea is, 
once the daytime comes, the forest spirit will essentially die because it doesn't have a head anymore to attach itself with. So it's just going to die. Gotcha. Yes. Um, no head. No head. Um, but yeah, so after they don't even fight Jigo, Jigo fights them, but then they, they're like, open that fucking box, bitch, because they get trapped by the forest goop. Um, and then San, he eventually, Jigo's finally like, basically like, all right, fine, fuck it, take the head, I don't want to die. Um, and so San and, and Ashitaka return the head to the forest spirit. I think the forest spirit dies still, but like, it regenerates the forest. After it basically destroys Iron Town, um, and that's the end of the movie. Basically, Lady Eboshi is like, "We'll rebuild Iron Town to be better, and not kill forest spirits." And Jigo's like, "Well, I guess that's the, how the cookie crumbles. Time to leave." Um, and then we see the. Then that's it. That's literally it. That's how it ends. Oh, and then sorry. San basically at that point is like, I don't think I can trust you because like I I can't forgive you for like letting the the humans live and like ruining the the forest. And then Ashitaka's like, it's okay. I can like I'm still gonna visit you. I'm gonna make sure that Iron Town is like a good place. Like it's okay that you're mad at me. And then that's how the movie ends. Well, I I should watch the end. This is sound good. No, yeah, like I was like in and out. I'm gonna have to go go back and rewatch like the last twenty minutes. Um, it's literally so fast. It just becomes so fast at the end where they're just chasing and trying to like get the head. The head. Okay. Well, let me read you some IMDb reviews. IMDb. 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 I am DB. And you're probably thinking, there's no way anyone has left a one-star review for this movie on IMDb. And a few people have. So I will now read one. This is by WMill22069, written in May 2005. One out of ten stars. Terrible. Okay, fake. It was terrible. And we only watched the first 10 minutes. Okay, well then, did you... Did you watch it then? Did you really, um... I don't think they did. Watch it enough to write a review? Okay, they said, We couldn't take it. I mean, who the heck likes demon worms possessing a demon pig, pig skeletons, and arrows chopping arms off? Not us! Oh. Think all you want about us. I'm glad my parents... I'm glad I got my parents to try it with me or else I would have been having nightmares. There are plenty of good anime shows out there, so do yourselves a favor and avoid this movie at all costs. Lousy, lousy, lousy. Miyazaki did much better movies, like Castle in the Sky. Even if you hate me for dissing this movie, give Castle in the Sky a try. You'll like it. Princess Mononoke is a big no-no. I can't believe it's rated PG-13. It should be rated R. What do, yourself, do yourself and your family a favor. Put this back on the shelf and step away from the display. It sucks. Don't watch it. On a scale of 10 being the highest and 1 being the lowest, I give it a 1. Yeah, that's how ratings work. You don't have to say that in the review. 
Are they mad at the fact that they saw like a guy's arms get chopped off and a guy get decapitated within the first 10 minutes of the movie? I guess. Which is so funny because Castle in the Sky literally is about nuclear fallout. Like literal nuclear weapons. But it didn't have demon pigs. Girl, you know the demon pigs. That's just gay people. And then this was written um, in November of last year. So it's recent. This is 10 out of 10 um, by Blobster Games TV. And it's called The Goat. The inner peace of mind resulting from this masterpiece surpasses that of all the other charms in this world that I know of. They take the viewer back to the clock jump of himself and put him into a state of absolute purity. I see myself dying. After the film, I am nothing and everything, big and small, the world and yet only a point on it. It feels like my life is part of an unknown cycle that is just as good as it is. I live and I should live. He takes your arm like a mother, kind-hearted and full of kindness, with the words, Everything is fine. I'm here. Tears come to my eyes. Now I know what, <laughs> what are you reading? I'm so lost. What is <laughs> Now this? I know what love is. One word. Ghibli. <laughs> was this a poem? No, this was this was two paragraphs and they they saw the light. They saw God in this movie. They saw the whole universe being born. They felt God in this chilies. I love that they had like this big revelation of like I'm everything and I'm nothing. I'm big and small. I'm the most important thing in the world. And no, I am nothing at this all. Is just the Kesha lyrics from, uh, what's it called? Spaceship. This is just the, the, the lyrics from Spaceship by Kesha. Interesting. The bridge. The outro. Um, we do have a couple tweets. Um... From let's see, this is at Shane Christie ninety. Um, they said, uh, or he says, it's better than nine out of ten franchise movies deserved an Oscar. Mommy Wolf is the best in both versions. What both versions? Probably like the the English dub and the, the original. Oh, got it, got it. I'm guessing. In the remake, the. <laughs> The 3D animated remake that Illumination is making. Oh. Imagine. Not the Illuminations. Not the Minions. Illumination. You know you know the fucking... The, what are they called again? Fuck me. The Minions? No, not them. The Kodamas are oh, going to be yeah, the new yeah. fucking Minions. There's going to be one Minion Kodama. Yeah. As an Easter egg. Uh, and then Grace at Diva Grace thirteen says, "I tried watching it once my first semester of college with friends, but I was very much in a false asleep to every movie phase, and I only remember the visual of two forearms getting cut off and stuck to a tree." Hell yeah! <laughs> and that's that's the important part of the movie, I think. That's literally all this movie is about. Um, what are our final thoughts? I'm. I love it. It's weird to talk about because it is very just like it's very much a serious movie. Mm-hmm. Like it is an animated movie, but it's 
I think when it comes to Miyazaki movies, you have to understand that, like, there's no, like, there's some comedy, but these are basically, like, animated dramas. You know what I mean? There's no, like, minions to be, like, you know? Speaking broken Spanish and talking about bananas, right? There's, There's none of that. There's no, like, fart jokes. It's very much, it's, yeah, it's very much just animated, like, dramas for adults. But, like, towards kids to be like, this is the world you live in, bitch. You got birthed into here. Yeah. Never asked to be born. So how many stars? <laughs> Five. Perfect movie. I fucking love this shit. Yeah, it feels weird to give, like, any Miyazaki movie anything less than five stars. Because they are so incredible. They're also incredible, but they're also so very different. And, like, they're just they're just good. And I have, like, nothing... Again, I've only seen Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle. And, like, there's I don't like know. No, even rating them feels weird. You know? There's no cringy, like, character either. There's, like, no, like... Like, in the world of animated movies... Like, there are movies, there are animated movies that are, like, have serious moments, right? Like, Sing 2. That bitch oh, made us both made cry. Right? I said, but god like, damn it, they did it again. But, like, Sing 2 never makes me think. You know okay, what I mean? speak for yourself. The whole time I was thinking, who's playing, <laughs> what's her name, Crystal? Who's playing the singing elk or whatever? She's good. And at the end, I found out it was Halsey. Is that Halsey? Who is that? I was like, oh my god, it was Halsey. Okay, let me rephrase. Sing 2 is it make me think philosophically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Miyazaki films, I'm like, holy shit. What is this world that we live in? The only thing I could think of of like knocking it down either half or a star is like it being really long, but I'm looking up the others and they're also over two hours. Yeah, yeah, no. Ponyo! Is fucking long too. Like it says Totoro's an hour and a half, but Spirited Away is two hours and five minutes. How is Moving Castle is two hours nine minutes. Um Ponyo's an, Ponyo's an hour and forty three. So almost two hours too. Yeah. Yeah, so none of these are like just like sixty minutes. No, they're all like an hour and a half at minimum. Well and like Kids movies, kids movies are generally like an hour and a half, but like this isn't even a kids movie. So, whereas no. like Ponyo, it was at least in the U.S. it was very much like marketed as like Disney kid movie. Oh fuck! Which makes more sense. Sorry, oh, hold fuck up. What? I can't hear you. No, I fully yanked my earpiece out. Oh, what were you saying? I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just give it. Like five stars, because giving it any giving a Miyazaki movie like anything less, like I'm sure there are people who can like who have seen all of them who can like deeply like dissect the differences and nitpick and yeah and yeah be hypercritical. I've only seen a couple and like yeah, but we're not doing we're not doing like research here. We're just telling you how we feel about it. No, 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 no. But still, like even for like the way I rate. A movie like I don't really know what I could compare it to or like you know? Yeah. This is gonna be a weird month because like I said, it's not like a they're not like ee hee ha ha movies. They're like, holy shit, what the hell? Like even yeah. Ponyo I mean not Ponyo, but Spirited Away 
it's not like about environmentalism or anything. But it is still kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll just give it five stars, because why the hell not, you know? Exactly. Um, I do want to read a couple of these letterboxed reviews on here, though, the top ones. Um, the top review is by DepressionFan93. Oh, yeah. Love that. And they said, if I met a girl who was raised by wolves and hated me, I would also do a bunch of stupid shit to impress her. Um, yes. Someone else said, Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Wolf. None of these other ones are funny, so I'll just leave it at that. Exactly. You can't, like, be funny with this, really. Well, I mean, no, even, but, like, j- yeah, just not a lot of them are funny. Like, because usually you can get, like, a good couple funny ones. But... Good ha-has. Yeah, there's something, there's just something about Miyazaki films that are very, like, there's something very serious about them. Like, there is some respect to his name. When you hear ghibli and miyazaki in the same sentence either him or his son but like there's a there's a little bit of like a weight that comes with that you know what i mean mm-hmm. but not in the way that it's like who's that motherfucker that's like they don't make film like they used to who's that old, that old director starts with an s scorsese yeah that motherfucker like you can make fun of a scorsese i think because i think he's a little bit of a bitch but you can't really do that to Miyazaki. Yeah, someone's review says, Amazing, thanks. No jokes on this one. <laughs> like, that's okay. probably me too. Like, a lot of my box reviews are just little jokes. But yeah, like, hard to make. It's like, all right, cool. I, I love this. This is great. One. Um. Okay, well, that's that's our thoughts, folks. And now let's give a shout out to the one, the only. Iris is our dear friend and our podcast artist. Also a little anime freak. <laughs> um, yeah, go follow her and support her um, at Creamsicle Panda on both uh, Twitter and Instagram, I guess. Who knows? All these platforms are just one and the same. But yes, go follow and support Iris. She's, a, she's amazing. Go do that. Yes, do that. Um, and if you want to follow us, you can do so by typing in at planet weird pod on all of these little apps that you use okay um also you can leave a rate and review to support us five stars please um you can get some merch there's links in the description and then you can also support us on patreon hello um we we posted like all the Disney Channel shows we're gonna be talking about on Patreon. Um, that's for our ten dollar and fifteen dollar tiers. Um, every month we do we review two episodes of uh, a Disney Channel show. We're going in order. So this month is Dave the Barbarian. But Barbarian, Bubba. And if you want to pay less, if you want to do five dollars, you get um. Not only a shout out here on the podcast, but you also get the video version of this podcast that you can watch, see our faces, see me struggling. Just see str- me not existing. Um, yeah, usually one is there, but today the battery died. So I guess um, it only died the last 30 minutes, which is okay. But thank you 
to our patron patrons even if you donate a dollar um or even even if you even if you don't pay and you just follow for free like just to follow the feed um if we ever post stuff that isn't behind a paywall um thank you so much but shout out to our five dollars and up patrons i will read them now shout out to fiona hart lindsey Britt, natalie hernandez enrique buenrostro jose Contreras jr grace and ivy shit is there anything that starts with the G? Ivy Gold Nugget. Ivy Gold Nugget. There we go. Okay. Um. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate you. Love you. Love Ellie. you. So yes, on the Patreon feed, we'll see you. We're gonna be talking about Day of the Barbarian next week, and then the week after that, we'll be back here on the main feed talking about Spirited oh, yes. Away. So watch that if you want beforehand. It's on HBO Max. Or don't. And just go in blind. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, you have free will. Hope you are doing well. And you are enjoying Japanuary. Let's watch those 10 different movies. From the different genres, everyone. Get into it. Into it, mama. Yes. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sayonara. Sayonara.